Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Gen Z Speaks. We present to you an international youth podcast by Gen Z Education. I'm Shravni, and I am your host for today. Gen Z Education is a youth-led, non-profit organization that is reinventing education. We provide interactive educational content that takes a new look at traditional approaches to education, involving everything from academics and storytelling to current events. Every episode, we come up with content that matters to you, right from interviewing experienced professionals to inspiring young people, we do it all. Now, in today's episode, we'll be interviewing Samaya Adigbai, who's a Flutter developer at GoFree, a keynote speaker, a YouTuber, and an overall science enthusiast. Welcome to Gen Z Speaks, Samaya. We're so glad you could be here with us today. I'm so excited to also be here. And thanks, you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Of course, absolutely. It is our pleasure that you're here. So uh, to start off, We'll be going over your history as a software engineer. When did you first become interested in technology? All right, so I've always been interested in technology since as little as ever. I think since when I was five years old, because then I used to do um, Microsoft Word, PowerPoint, and you know Microsoft pa- packages and all. Then. I moved on to doing 2D animations and 3D animations. Yeah, before I then moved on to learning some bits of designing and also video editing. So then at the age of nine, yeah, before I, okay, at the age of nine, that was when I started um, my coding journey. And then, okay, I, I started my coding journey at the age of nine, but you know, how that attend classes today, would not go tomorrow. Then <laughs> I wasn't taking it that serious. Then around 10 years, when I was 10, I watched a, a video of um a, of a boy who beat an application. His name is Stanley. And like that was what actually inspired me. And I just went back to my coding. And since then, I've been coding and you know, getting through the tech work. So I actually started um um interested in tech at a very young age. Wow, okay, that is pretty cool. As someone who knows absolutely nothing about coding, that sounds amazing. I mean, at nine, people were watching cartoons and you were doing coding. That's like amazing work, honestly, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. all right. So you also worked as a Flutter developer for GoFree at just 15 years old. How did you get started and what sort of things has the position taught you? All right, so I actually got my, um, GoFree It's the first company I'll be working as a Flutter developer. And I started working around May, uh, yeah, yeah, May, yeah, around May or June, around that time. So it's a um, few months ago, that was earlier this year, I started posting projects. I already worked, um, I built it Flutter and that was when um, the head reached out to me if I would like to join the company. And that was how I got the job as a Flutter developer at GoFree. And my stay at GoFree and my position there has taught me lots and lot of things. And like most importantly, um, communication because I work with a team. I'm in charge of the web um, web parts of the company. So 
sometimes I have to reach out to the backend developer. I have to reach out with, to the designer, you know, to implement that. So, I mean, working at Grofri has taught me, you know, communication because there's no way I would reach out to them. I have to communicate so they understand what I am, um, if I'm facing an issue. And so working at Grofri has taught me um, how working in the team looks like. And also, it's also built my communication skill. Yeah, that is, that was amazing to hear. I totally agree. You know, working in a new space does teach you a lot of things. And thank you for sharing. Uh, moving on. Now, over the years, as a major STEM enthusiast, you must have gained many skills and acquired knowledge that only comes through experience. Now, I have a question for you, Samaya. What would you say is your greatest lesson? All right. I guess um, my greatest lesson learned over the years is, um, I guess it's important for you to avoid challenges and like you have to meet challenges and you just have to find a way to solve those challenges, you know, to keep moving forward. And I guess that's what actually builds. You gain experience from challenges you faced and solved. And I guess that's what builds we human from the experiences we gain from the challenges we've solved in the past. Yep, I completely agree. Our challenges do teach us quite a lot. Um, okay, now if you could go back to where your career started and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be and why? My advice would have been, uh, Gosh, probably I should have taken it serious. Be serious. That would have been my advice. Probably if I could go back in time to when I was nine years old, nine, I wasn't taking classes serious. Because initially I started with learning um Python programming language. But then I knew I used to type some string of numbers, strings and numbers, but I didn't even understand anything. Then my instructor. My instructor was taking an advice that I switched to this um this kids program language that's Scratch Junior. And you know, Scratch is kind of more cartoonish way and just fun. And that was actually also what piqued my interest in coding again before I then started learning web development, you know, HTML and CSS. So I guess my advice would have been this serious, probably. And I taken my Python classes just then and understood it. I would have probably become a Pythonista by now. Okay, first off, uh, you were beating yourself up for that. You took Python classes at nine and I'm taking them at 16. So like you are leagues ahead, my friend. But yeah, that was absolutely great advice. We do need to take things seriously. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Now, uh, moving on. You were also a keynote speaker and a YouTuber, which is, you know, something that is apart from the field of STEM, so to speak. So what is that like? And would you say your experience in those fields has helped you in STEM as well? Uh, yes, my experiences has helped. Um, like my experience as a keynote speaker and a YouTuber has also helped me a lot um, in STEM as well, because, you know, as a um as a keynote speaker or youtuber you have to like speak and that's it's still all about communication and you know 
in the STEM in the STEM field because I attended a science academy. So that was one of the things that actually piqued my interest in in um, STEM again. And a lot of times we have to prepare presentations and this presentation, that science presentations, you're also giving research to work on. And you also have to present this research live in the class. I mean, with lots of people. And I guess my experiences from being a keynote speaker because, you know, public speaking, I, I guess that was also one of the things that has helped me. And like it, it has actually helped me in what sort of aspects. Uh, I, I can't even think of, right? Fair enough, fair enough. It's so great to see, like, you know, usually people don't, like, put in STEM and the arts of speech together. So it's always great to see someone come along and tie them together. So, you know, that's really new. That's amazing. And now this is a bit of a college application question, let's say, but this one really piqued my interest. I'm going to ask you anyway. Now, Samaya, as someone surrounded by cutting-edge science and technology, where do you see the future of science? Hmm. This is actually a very deep question because, I mean, every day we evolve, new things are made, and the future of science is nothing just that. With the advancement of technology we have, um, I guess lots of new inventions will be made. I mean, inventions that are beyond our imaginations, inventions that will be greater than artificial intelligence and machine learning, inventions that we've not thought of. And I guess that's just the future of science, especially with the way technology is evolving every day. As I know, technology is making uh, research and innovations easier and faster. And I guess that's just the, what the future of science holds for us. New inventions, I mean, crazy inventions will be made. Yep, definitely sounds like a bright future. Who knows, right? Flying cars, walking airplanes. The future is open. All right. And now for our final question of today, even though I absolutely loved every single answer you said, and I would love to keep talking to you forever, we do have to end this interview. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to ask you our final question for today. So what is your number one piece of advice for all those curious minds who want to start with STEM, to innovate, to learn, to do science, but aren't really sure where to start or what to do? Right, I guess my first piece of advice is um, be curious and be curious in the, um, um, such that, like ask questions, why is this? And uh, because I, the, the whole reason why we did this STEM and, you know, tech and science is because we want to create something, we want to build something. And I guess this um, inspirations can only come up if you are curious and you're asking questions, why is this? It could be better. What if we did like this? It could be better, all right? So I guess that would be my advice. Be curious, ask lots and lots of questions. And also what are the possible solutions um, solutions to some of these problems because in the process of you know of um, of asking questions you'd see that there could be better ways things that are things that are done now could be and I guess I guess uh, then that's how the whole process of you know inspiration and you know building that's how it all springs up so the first advice is be curious ask lots of questions and I guess that's you're good yep 
that is great advice. I'm just going to take it and apply it to myself. That was a bit of a self-indulgent question, but thank you for answering it. Uh, and yeah, that's it for the interview. Thank you so much, Samaya, for coming on to Gen Z Speaks and sharing your experiences with our audience. It was absolutely inspiring and so, so fun to hear about your life and your incredible accomplishments like at such a young age. And I know our audience definitely feels the same way. Thank you once again for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Technology is one of the biggest boons of the 21st century. It brings processes and tools together and information exchange to help promote development for the betterment of mankind. It helps people solve their problems, reduce excess time, save lives, and help interact and exchange information to deal with everyday dynamic things. New developments in technologies is driving the world and making, more efficient, making it more efficient and better. There is no doubting that technology improves the company's efficiency. The improvements in the world of robotics and applied sciences assist businesses in serving their customers better. Artificial intelligence is also making it easier for businesses to use technology. For example, chatbots can be used as consumer representatives to answer questions. The integration of technology into the workplace saves time and effort while employing human labor resulting in improved productivity. All in all, the world of technology has a lot to offer. Indeed. So the next time you see a complex machine or a particularly puzzling problem, stop and think about how amazing technology truly is and just how much problem solving it does. And that's all for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with another wonderful episode very soon. Meanwhile, make sure to visit genzeducation.org to discover everything Gen Z Education has to offer and head to the podcast page to submit your questions for our next guest. If you'd like someone to be a future guest or if you'd like to nominate someone, yourself or someone else, submit the interest form on our website. And in the words of inventor Steve Jobs, Let's go invent tomorrow instead of worrying about what happened today. That's Shravni signing off for now. Till next time.